I touched on and I <clears throat> I know there was a tremendous amount of um, history and some of you probably had studied uh, the tabernacle, have studied <clears throat> the, the tent and had a history of looking at uh, all of those things in, um, um, you know, um, the Old Testament and the types and shadows. And I, I apologize for not taking my time and, and going through all of the types and shadows. I really wanted just uh, to touch on it somewhat because I know we are doing our part we're gonna we're gonna be uh, uh, looking at some of this through uh, of course uh, the, in the Bible study and you're welcome to join us but uh, I, I wanted to because I, I really saw some things in the burnt offering that probably had never studied in depth and I, I went through sort of the history of and, and the overview of Genesis and then Exodus and then Leviticus and how uh, Leviticus, of course, uh, really uh, uses a different word for tabernacle. It talks about a meeting place, a place where people can come together because <coughs> Exodus, uh, this is where the tabernacle was a place where God came down. And in Leviticus, it's a place where man could meet God, if you will. And liking it, not that we have to begin offering animals or sacrifice, and I know there were five offerings in, in the Bible, but not, not that that is part of what we are doing, but uh, that looking at uh, the fact that the children of Israel had this this visual aid that they went through every day, every week, every month, every time there was something that was uh, to uh, a, a, a pivotal moment, they would first offer a sin offering and then they would offer a burn offering. And that was all for uh, bringing them into the presence of the Lord, giving God something. And I know we talk about giving God our praise and, and we talk about our prayers, our incense, but there is something to be said that every one of these burnt offerings, if you'll read in Leviticus, the first chapter, whether it was the bull or the lamb or the, or the birds, they all end with um, it became a sweet-smelling savor. It was sweet into uh, when God could smell that. And so here we looked at, at that first part, and I, I told you how that there was a, a gambrel that, or a, a piece of wood or a stick. We use it with a triangle, and uh, <clears throat> we'll pull it up over a tree branch or something to butcher a deer or uh, if we had sheep you would uh, have something like that. Of course uh, in those days they had 
uh, they didn't have an ATV to pull it up over a tree branch and they didn't have metal gambrels so they put a wooden stick across and they would lift it up and uh, put it on a pole and so here it was it looked like a cross uh, and that's where they begin to sacrifice the, <clears throat> that animal and they of course the priest didn't do it believe it or not the priest did not touch this sacrifice, they, they took the bowl of blood that was shed and they sprinkled it. The priesthood did not touch this. You brought your offering and you were the one that had to sacrifice your offering. You had to go through the trouble of getting somebody to help you or lifting that animal up and then skidding that animal out and then, you know, taking water and washing the insides, cutting it up, and then you had to burn it slowly there on the altar. Now you may say, well, pastor, why, why are you worried and talking about all of that? I, I, it's because that very sense of who, when we are, are living our lives and when you are, are somehow in the, the midst of <clears throat> life and you find yourself being skinned alive and you find yourself, you know, being mocked. You find yourself in a, in a heart. You're like, I've been cut to pieces and I, I read. In fact, uh, can we go, <clears throat> let, let, I, there's so many of them, but Second Corinthians, the, the second chapter, Second uh, Corinthians, uh, the second chapter. I, I told you this morning that Paul in Corinthians re repeatedly he was addressing what happened with Titus and how people had accused him of taking money and people had accused him of doing things. Go to Second Corinthians, the second chapter, start at verse five, and um, and we'll read a few verses and then we'll jump down to uh, verse fifteen. He, Paul said it like this, if, I have, if, if any have caused grief, he hath not grieved me, but in part, that I may not overcharge you all. In other words, when you are able to identify with what the Lord did for you, it's hard to get offended Amen. at what somebody does to you knowing that, you know what? I am identifying with Christ. I've put my hand on Christ. I'm not the sacrifice. He's the lamb slain. And yet, when I am easily offended and I realize what he went through, then I have to go, Okay, yeah, I know, I know. They may have been mean, they may have done, but you know what? I'm going to bring it into the presence of Almighty God. Yes. I am going to worship through this. You say, but, but you don't know. I've got to worship through it because it, was, it felt like they were cutting my hide off. All right, Paul, go ahead. I'm sorry, stay, stay up there. He says, verse 6, sufficient to say, Sufficient to such a man is this punishment, 
which was inflicted of many. He said, I'm not going to even fight the guy and the people that were attacking me. They're going to suffer their own punishment. Whew. Verse 7, so that contrarywise, you ought rather to what? And Okay, I can forgive him from a distance. Huh? Yeah. But it's hard to then comfort the person. I'm praying for you. I love you. It's all good. Woo! Lest such a one should be swallowed up. Wow. I'm glad none of this applies for us. <laughs> Wherefore, go ahead, so, so contrary wise you are. No, oh, that's verse 7, yeah. So the contrary wise you ought rather to forgive him and comfort him, let perhaps one should be swallowed up and overcome with much sorrow. <clears throat> verse 8 is not the same as in my verse 8. In my verse 8, it says, Wherefore I beseech you, there it is, that you would confirm your love toward him. For to this end also did I write, that I might know the proof of you. Whew. Whether you're obedient in all things, to whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgive anything to whom I forgave it, for your sakes forgave I it in the... He said, because I've laid my hand on that lamb or that bull and I've watched it get slaughtered, I realize, I'm sorry, if the Lord can forgive and if the Lord can suffer people making fun. I mean, cruel enough to be obedient to death, but to have little peons who have no authority and power and to watch those people wag their heads and make fun and laugh and say, come on down. And take it. So I forgive it in the person of Christ. Verse 12, lest. You know why I do this? Because I know I've got to get clean. Yes. So i got to let it go. I got to forgive. I got to put it under the blood. Huh? Right. Jump on down to verse 15. When you do that, you know what you become? You become a burnt offering. Whoo! <laughs> I don't know 
if that speaks to you. But I, 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 I read that, and I began to say, Lord, oh, God, are you going to help us? Are you going to help me be a sweet saver so somebody can see? This is when you go on down in, in, uh, in 2 Corinthians, that, uh, the 12th chapter, I'm sorry, the 6th chapter. No, oh, I went too far, I think. Let me go back, sorry. Second uh, Corinthians slide 20. Paul was accused of sending, and I read it this morning, by honor and dishonor of evil report. The 12th chapter, I will, I will gladly spend and be spent for you. I don't want to have God. I didn't have any of that. And he basically was saying, you know, no matter what they do, I want to get my guts washed. I want to get my legs washed. The two dirtiest places. And I started it this morning, and I read it fast, and I want to read it slower a little one more time, and I know our time is about up. But Philippians, the third chapter, he said, What things were gained, I count for loss for Christ. I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. I've suffered, and I can read you other verses. Paul was suffered the loss of reputation. He suffered the loss of, of people that made fun of him, that put him in jail for things that he was not guilty of. In fact, there's one time you can read it where people gathered around and they were going to kill him and the Lord had to shake the place up. And the soldiers came in because there was such a disarray and they took him and they set him free. No, they threw him in jail for causing a, a ruckus that he didn't even cause. I'm not talking about sin offering. I'm not talking about going out here and doing sin. He was doing what was right. Have you ever felt bad for... Anyway, Philippians, he says... I have, I counted that being found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but the righteousness of, which is through faith of Christ, faith of Christ, through the faith of Christ, that the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him. Oh, that I may know him, that I can identify with him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained or were already perfect, but I follow after that I may apprehend that for which I also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. He said, I want to achieve that that oneness with this sacrifice. I'm not telling you, you got to go look for, for somebody to skin you. Let me tell you, there are plenty of places that'll skin you. Huh? But it's, how am I going to respond to it? You don't have to look for somebody to cut you. You'll, you'll run right into a buzzsaw. He said, but this one thing I do, forget those things that are, I keep reaching forth 
Under those things which are before. What? I'm going to be in the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm fixing to be a sweet-smelling savor. <laughs> you know, I'm going through it now, but you don't understand. And he, he started this book by saying these words. He said, for God is my record, how greatly I long after you all. Where? I can't do it on. It's not in my guts. It's not in my emotions. Ah, no. I can't do it. Not in this one. But if I can get it into the burnt offering. And I can get into his bowels. And I can see what he sees. Then I can pray for those that despitefully use me. I can bless those that curse me. Oh, it's not easy. I got to burn up, you know, about every day. Maybe several times a day. I got to say, burn me up again, Lord. Because I need to get into the bowels of Jesus Christ. You say, well, Paul was the only one. No, I, I follow the thing of mouth of two or three witnesses. Let's read what Simon Peter says. For this is thankworthy. If a man for conscience toward God, if you have your mind, you've identified with God, you've identified with Jesus, if you endure grief, if you suffer wrongly, if you're skint, if you're cut, huh? What glory is it when you're buffeted for your faults that you take it patiently? If somebody's mad at you because you cussed them out, well, watch your tongue. You don't need to do it. Huh? Somebody's mad at you for something you did, Sorry, you're not suffering wrongly for Jesus. But when you didn't do anything and you suffer for it, you're identifying with a burnt offering. Not, and oh, that I may know him. Oh, I don't want to know him that way. I, I want to know him the walk on the water know him. I want to know him the one that opens the blinded eyes know him. But can I know him in the power and the fellowship of his sufferings? And so what he said here was, if you endure that and you take it patiently, you do well and suffer for it. <clears throat> you take it patiently. This is acceptable with God. For hereunto you were called. Here's why you were called. Because Christ suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow in his steps. I know what my wife's going to tell me after tonight. She's going to say, well, we're fixing to get skin alive this week. You preached it. I hope not, but you know what? I, huh? He said, following his steps, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again, when he suffered, 
threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Say, well, pastor, I, I, they've done me wrong. This happened, that happened. I don't need to, I, I, that, I just, I, I'm, I'm not going to be around them. I'm not going to pray for them. I'm not going to, oh, Lord, don't ever let us reach that point, especially with the body of Christ. You say, well, you know, but body of Christ is made up of people and people are imperfect. I get all of that. I understand, but sometimes I've got to identify with him. What did he do for me? What am I willing to go through? Oh, that somebody might be saved. I, 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 I listened tonight, Brother George Shirley stopped me and told me, and Jason's here, and he said, we've got some men that are coming over Tuesday night, and they're, we're going to all get together and have a Bible study and talk and be with Jason and try to encourage him, and I know others have been, we try to have Bible study on Monday night. Why, am I busy? Yes. Are you busy? Yes. Do I have time to do all of that? Oh, I don't have time to do any of it, but you know what? Because I know I still have not suffered like he did. It is worth it. I know they've taken off risers and they're trying to do a little drama and a skit. Why? Because I know this Bible story. Let me tell you, it's all about Jesus and Calvary, but maybe it'll touch somebody. Maybe somebody. What are you doing all this for? I'm doing it because I want to be able to be a burnt offering and identify with the Lord. And sometimes it's overwhelming and sometimes I, I might feel like, I, you know, it's not fair and I don't know why, but you know what? If you will commit yourself to being a sweet-smelling saver. That's why Paul said, let me tell you, I, 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 I've dealt with them. I, please forgive them, comfort them. Why could he say that? Because Paul knew what it was to lay a hand on an animal skin it out to offer a sweet smelling savor and when he realized that's what Jesus did for me how could I do any less how could I be any less of a bridge let's stand in fact oh hallelujah I know they have meetings tonight they've been practicing on Wednesday there's all kinds of things going on People have been working on the building. I appreciate all of you, your faithfulness. But you know what? There's not one sacrifice that the Lord doesn't smell. Don't ever think nobody knew what I did. Sister Susan, maybe Sister Benita, I don't know who all was involved. We're going to have a meeting for all these widows that have no one. Brother Jim Hoskins and Wednesday night came up said to Sister Susan, I'm sorry I didn't make it to your dinner. 
She said, you didn't qualify. He said, well, that's what my wife told me. I just caught the tail end of the announcement, and I thought I needed to show up Tuesday night. I know what he's done for me. 